Lakers season this has been has been up and down. Uh, Westbrook or is it Westbrick? I'll call him. I'm not sure which one or turnover god. I'm, I'm not sure which one to call him. Has not been doing so great. Let's forget about the triple doubles. I'm I'm not sure if he's a fit for Lakers. I'm not sure it's what Lakers need. I don't know. What's what's your opinion about about Lakers in general, um, Israel? So basically, I I I really can't pinpoint what is happening to the Lakers, but this I can tell you a few things. Number one, I don't think they are playing defense as they are they are known for. So what they are trying to do is like outscore the other team. And exactly. They're always trying to outscore the other team, but they need to get back on defense and play defense. And I also think they are just taking a long time getting into rhythm. And that is the major problem. They're just getting into rhythm, like trying to understand their plays and everything. And as for Russell, as, as for Russell Westbrook, I mean, I feel he's still going to get into shape. He's still going to get into the basketball um feeling that he, he we we know him for because um over the past two seasons i mean it's it's half it's it's when the season gets to the middle that's when he picks form yeah he, he, he has not been known for picking form like earlier in the season so just when the season is like halfway done he picks he picks up form so we're just waiting for him to get to that point so before we can finally um judge yeah before you can finally judge the season but yes another thing they need to look out i nothing i feel is wrong with lakers is injuries and we all know that injuries is part of the game but they've not really had their old squad fits so they still have lebron injured they had they still have kendrick not injured tht just getting back from injury and a couple of other players are just getting back from injury and and Trevor Reza, that's the sign that the three point shooter is just is still injured. And will anything go back a few games ago? So like people are just trying to like get back to their normal selves. And I I, I basically think that is adding up to like to the Lakers. But I I to crown it all up, I, I think um the coach Frank Vogel um literally has a big share of the blame here like you should figure this thing out that's why he got a team like that with a whole lot of squad depth he should have figured this thing out and you cannot say injury is the problem because last year they had problems with injuries and that's why they got quality players with with large squad depth so that they can play with or without lebron and get the result done so a huge blame will on frank vogel and they are not the only team that is um performing badly the nets too are performing badly uh, we can we can name that well, 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 before 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 even going to the to the nets um I, 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 for for lakers i don't know i think there's the I, I think we are all not saying something which is is there a cause in lakers that any three-point shooter who you know had a better season previously when he joins Lakers suddenly his shooting form and shooting range I think the only player who has tried to 
break that course is Carmelo. And lately, Carmelo's shooting has not been top-notch. They've even upgraded his, you know, position to a starter. It has been, or is it, is, are we saying Lakers, you know, Carmelo can only shoot when he's playing at Lakers Stadium because we don't, I don't know. They have gotten the likes of uh, Monk, gotten Ellington, you know, these guys have been, let's, if, let's not talk about anything. Let's say Monk. He was a better shooter at Monk, you know Monk, Charlotte Monk, before Lakers. We, we, we should literally give Monk credit this season because he he has literally stepped up. No, he he, he, he he's, he's one of the best up. players. He's no, one of the best players this season. No joke to to what level and Lebel Westbrook. Let's okay. If you cannot, like, is it so hard to just pass to your nearest man? Like, why that guy is turnover god, but we'll forget about Lakers for now. I believe they need uh, LeBron to be back as soon as possible, yeah. They need their general, and they need Westbrook to wake up from whatever like sleep he's having. They need him ASAP because he's coming in to closing games where Lake uh, LeBron are not playing, not to come out. You are this, you should be the second star. AD shouldn't be the second star. AD is not, that's why I would, AD is not the second star. The Westbrook should be the second star. But anyways, a team that doesn't have a second star is currently performing is the Golden State. Um, I don't know. Um, you've been shouting about Golden State everywhere. You disturbed hey. me. Golden State, Golden State, Steph, 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 Steph. Like, I'm confused. Steph, we all know he's a superwoman. Like, I'm not sure anybody, there's any defense like I don't know. Do you think Golden State can win the league? Let, let's just go straight into it. Pull can up, they win pull the up, league? Pull up, pull up. Successful basketball. <laughs> Successful basket. See, no, no, no. Wait. Have you? You know what? One thing I'll tell guys is, see, let, let's let's leave with championship right. Let's leave it. Let's leave it right for next year. But as a Nigerian, we time difference. I love the fact that I have to stay up at 1.30 to actually watch because it is interesting. Now, you know, we talk about, the, and by the way, like I told you, Debo, this is without clay and this is without wise man. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. This is without clay and this is without wise man. No problem. Now, one of the things that actually affected Golden State last year was when Curry got injured and even when he came back, Curry was the one doing most of the scoring. But now you have Paul. Now you have Gary Payton Jr. too. You have you have Wiggins. Even Draymond Green is beginning to make baskets. You know, before Draymond used to be terrible at shooting. Draymond is draining trees. They are playing, and the good part is, in fact, a lot of times Curry does not play the fourth quarter. They are playing as a team. Like that that golden. It, it takes me back to that Golden State team. That fifteen. That fifteen team. You know. No, yes, we all knew Steph Curry was the star, but they played, you know, Andrew Godala is back. Ah, it's just a joy to watch them right now. Like that's I, I, I am I, I'm just not going joy. to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm so jealous of Golden State right now. Like <laughs> it's just the, a joy to watch right you now. You know, against um Charlotte, I was that that's the game before um the one step it was four points it was yes, just four points yes i i watched i was up i watched that game i watched that game and i was 
at some point, I was just like, Steph didn't have any gameplay in that. Like, Steph didn't play like like Steph. It was bad that day. That's like not bad, but we I didn't see the Steph. That's on that day, and they lost that close game. Like for Lakers, it is just different. No LeBron, nothing is happening. Like nothing, it is like nothing is actually happening, and it is really bad. But uh, we'll, we'll keep that aside. Um, I'm not sure if any of us have been like following what um, Kyrie is doing uh, with Nets. Uh, but are we saying Durant and Aiden together? Israel, I don't know. I, I don't. Okwe, do you want to train it? Are we saying that they are not good enough to play together to so, be a Champions League? Yes, the team. Yes, the team. Durant is an MVP. Aiden is an MVP. Yeah, and we know what um, James Harden did in Houston. We know Kevin Durant, and this is this is this is me throwing shot at someone. There's one ESPN. Um, reporter, analysts, that his airline is falling back and he's shouting, Durant has no help. I don't see, like, Durant's team is stacked up. He has Aldrich. He has everybody that he needs to have. And you're telling me Durant does not have any help. No, they should should just... No, but I... Technically, I mean, Stephen Smith is is, is controversial. Right? <laughs> no, and he's very biased. So, no, no, and no, I'm I, like, no, this is me asking, like, how is he, like, like no, how does he not have any help? If we are talking about and a I, team that does not have any help, I, that was the Cavs team, um, 2018, 2018, when LeBron had no help. So, you cannot tell me that they don't have any help because... I mean that is a stacked up team, and if anybody, if anybody is to blame, you blame it on two people, Steve Nash and Kyrie, um, Kyrie Irving. But no, I don't feel the the absence of Kyrie is is the downfall of that team. I don't want to believe. No, no, no. I think I think I think this is it, right? Basically, if Kyrie is playing as at now, right, one of them will not be on the will not be on the floor. Basically, that's what will happen. Or one of them will not be able to hug the ball like before because I haven't really want being the floor general. I think that's the issue. The, the issue, the, one of the things that made Durant play well with the Golden State was the fact that there wasn't exactly any ball hugger in the Golden State. Everybody was playing. Everybody was trying to space the floor. So it was basically just give it to the freest man to make the cleanest shot. The problem here is you have Durant who would most likely hug the ball because he wants to take the final shot. You have Adin, who is probably one of the craziest ball loggers in the NBA. It is most likely not going to work. And they will expect these guys to run the floor. They will not. And that is where Kyrie Irving now comes in. And the old Kyrie is also a ball hogger. Let's not forget that. He's, no, he's a selfish player. That's what they expected him to do in, in, in Bo- um, Boston. He couldn't. No, no, no. But I... So this is the thing, right? This is the thing. Where he's a baller guy, he doesn't do that, but he distributes better than Harden and Durant. That's the reality. No, no, no. You can no, 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 no. Harden distributes better than Kyrie. Like no, no. In a team full of stars, 
who will most likely distribute more it is having in a team full of stars it is having that will most likely distribute more that's what i'm saying well we can we can we can we can tend to agree towards that because Eden is more of a scorer he, he likes to score we we all know he wants to shoot but last season he, you know he changed that a little bit but um I, I just feel like uh like israel said also um nash should be blamed because you can't have durant aiding you know a, a three-point shooter uh, in joaris previously uh, he has paddy mills from sports i think, I, I think he's all about finding a balance at the end of the day fouls. Sure. He, he, that's that's really really i don't know that's really really funny. So this, the coach also has has his own share of the blame. But who them talking? Let we we'll wrap wrap this up uh, with you know talking about a coach who has himself to blame um, on the fire. Ganatro, uh, the coach of uh, Nigeria, uh, who has really really been under so much criticism. And that guy. <laughs> wait now, wait now, funny. <laughs> I feel it should have been fired a long sad. time ago. It is very sad. He's, he's, it is very he's... sad to be a United and a Nigerian fan at the moment. It's very well, sad. Well, that's fine. Uh, okay, what do you think? Do you think um, Ganetro should be given that chance to actually take the players to Nations Cup and see his performance? Because I think we are also forgetting that we are not Brazil. We are Nigeria. And Nigeria, before now, has only won the Nations Cup three times. Well, there's no. We have teams like Egypt who should assume better right for the nation's cup, right? And they, they are not crying about their coach or something. So I don't know. Are we are we expecting too much from Ganetral or is he underperforming? I I believe I believe okay, he's underperforming. Okay, go. Well, um, I I for one I have. I don't know why. Maybe I'm too quick to just like you know not rate coaches anymore. Like I've stopped rating this guy since after the World Cup. Wow. And and the reason is um, you look at how we play. You look at some of the decision making in terms of how he, how he selects his players, and you wonder what what's going on. I watched the games against um, Liberia and Cape Verde, and I, I'm struggling to see the quality that we have. We can call names. You know, you can call different names. You can call Osime, you can call Aribo, you can call Inacho, and call all of them. But, you know, the, the the setup is disgraceful. The way the team plays is disgraceful. Um, right now, I, I think in, in everything that's happened over the past few days about, you know, they sacking him and, and things like that, I, th- I don't think it's possible. The reason is, from what we've seen, this he has, he has like one and a half years left on his contract. And he, you know, of course, they're, they're talking about paying him off. If you're paying him off, you're paying him around 600 million because they are owing him some money. Then, you know, you have to buy out his contract. So I don't think the NFF can afford that. That's one. Two is that I think the other clause is that he has to make it to the, the only clause they can, you know, use to sack him before the end of his contract is if he doesn't make the final game of the AFCON. Which I feel might be might be a tall a tall ask from Genetro at this point, and the reason why I, I for I for one would have just preferred it goes is that, um, you know, if you are looking to develop something, you you don't go backwards. I see no reason why 
um, uh, Igalo should be coming back into the national team if he's retired. At, at this point, we don't have striking strikers, you know, issues. We have enough strikers around Europe to do without Igalo. In my in my honest opinion, I don't see why Musa is still in the team. You you cannot be calling Musa and calling Igalo and leave out Taiwa Woni who is on fire in, in in the Bundesliga for Union Berlin. You cannot be calling Musa. When there's Emmanuel Dennis somewhere Somebody in England, playing very well, you know there are a lot of other guys. There's Sirodesas, there is Terry Murphy. There are a lot of other upcoming strikers that are doing very well, but you know you you eventually do not call them. And the ones that are creative, you know that are in, that are in the team will not will not will not start the game. Eduke will not play. Chukwueze will not play. Onyekuru will not play. You you rather use Moses Simon. So these are the issues. I think at the end, at, at, at the end of the day for Raw, it has to be a make or break at the AFCON. If he doesn't, you know, put in a strong performance in the AFCON, like, you know, let's see, let's see the team play very well and possibly get to the final. The target should no longer should no longer be the semi-final. Get to the final and try to win the AFCON. If he doesn't do that, I think um, we, we, we should actually just suck. But, you know, again, if we sack him in January or let's say February towards the end of the AFCON or after the AFCON, we have the two-legged um, World Cup playoff in March, which, you know, we don't know who we are playing yet, but if we sack a coach in February and bring in a new coach, it might be dangerous, you know, for the qualifiers. We, I really cannot say what is the best decision for Rob, but for me, I think... He has, he has tried and we should try something new. Well, I, I, I tend to agree. I watched that game against um, Udubi play Cape Red last and my I, my friend was upset that I was upset at the way Nigeria was playing because I was wondering, he said, ah, but Cape Red too, like they are good and they still play ball. I mean, bruh, it is Cape Red, not like, and I'm confused. Why are we playing 3-5-2 against Kebed and you know so many decisions I don't know Shayet do you also you know you okay. have this um, opinion about you know uh, Rug leaving or staying back or do Ron, you think he has done well or I don't know Rug needs to go <laughs> he needs to go as soon as possible you see the, the disgrace there is that other African teams are developing they are playing fine football Gone are those days of the oh, nice African players, they, they punch each other on the pitch, oh, it's a rough game. Now you actually watch a lot of African teams, they play good football. And Nigeria is like we are regressing. At first I was even blaming it on the situation in the country. But then you look at it and you are like, what exactly, what are we playing? And part of the thing people have highlighted is the fact that uh, they moved to Lagos and as much as we wanted them to come to Lagos initially, it now it became a problem to now even win games at home. And it's like we are struggling a lot. So if you have a coach who has those number of people at his back and call, and they are still playing that kind of football, then you need he needs to go. I think his decisions have not been obvious. And I'm going to quickly just um, say talk about Keshi when Keshi was coach. Um, in so recent practice, there was a, there was an obvious way the team was playing, and that's this is what we need from a coach. Like there needs to be a distinction. Oh, this is what they are known for. This is how they play. 
there was a time that everybody knew even this kid bed um i think it was been a republic or one of the other african that during the last afcon that they were very difficult to beat because they were obviously playing tiki like there are so many teams now that are trying to create an identity for themselves we cannot just be doing as if they are playing set this guy that wants to go down simple is really simple and that's what he's doing today this one you just look at it that ah let's try this one guys oh yeah go is we have to have an identity so he needs to go with the football world as passer like basically i just feel like starting from the call up like him calling up players you just see the call up list and it's just imbalance like he calls like 10 strikers and four midfielders and and like like it's just imbalance and i'm i'm like does this guy really understand what he's doing or he's just like okay i'll select 11 of you anyways you will just go to the pitch and and yeah, so exactly I, I, he's just selecting them all. ah this guy and my guy this guy yeah, and like, this guy and my guy guys guys put them get it is a criminal the kind of god get a choice allow those people to play it is an ice it is an ice or it it is like i'm not even joking that cape bed match man is literally a kimi like it was bad it was bad like is a criminal that he will subject a country that is already tough to that kind of team in lagos as if you are playing four five defenders against kebet in let lagos me, let me tell you something let me tell you sorry sorry to cut you off by two o'clock by two o'clock test balogun was blocked because nigeria wanted to play football by five o'clock that's three hours before the match everywhere there was traffic You couldn't yeah, drive into Surulere. You couldn't drive into Surulere, and the same thing happened after the match. So he subjected Nigerians, especially Lagosians, to like, oh my god! I said so, he's a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is that is really really. I I thought I was I was the only one, you know, pained about the whole situation of um, Nigeria. It was not. I don't know. It's like oh, uh, my friend said, Igalo coming back, a question mark. Um, so, so sorry, mark. sorry, sorry to cut you up. I was watching um, King Ekon's vlog and where he interviewed Igalo, and I think um, what Igalo said was like, "He's coming back." Came with terms and conditions, and his coming back was he told the NFF president and general that. Is is not coming back to start games. That the real number nine in this team is Osime. That Osime is the real number nine. That is not coming back to start games. It's coming back to like mentor and be a like um, be like the Mikel on the team, quote and unquote. Um, be like um, the voice, the elderly voice in camp. So it's not, and that's that's what he said in his own words. Just so you know. Well, um, if that is the case, I'm, I'm not sure. The, the, the honest truth is, I am not sure about that because we have the coaches who should be the voice, right? So why are we appointing a second voice in a team that have 
in talent we can't we can't say that no, even if not he, even if you want to have a second voice musa has been in the national team since 2012 13. that's a voice so musa is 29 years old just <laughs> let's, yeah, let's let's leave it let's leave his age but at least he's been there for a while let's, yeah, so yeah. if you are saying you need you need someone with experience okay Musa, Musa has experience many of these guys are not even these guys are top guys indeed they has been to the world cup you know uh, table has been to the world cup a couple of them have also been leon balogun and those other guys that have they are big personalities in the dressing room so what's the yeah coming back as, as a figure as to come and do what to analyze or to explain but anyways um talking about who are coming back and who might have come back or gone or whatever it is uh we'll just wrap this up <clears throat> by giving a, a short comment as regards um by portugal and italy i think which has been the bigger shock of um teams that have not qualified for world cup i think i think portugal is having the same problem as uh, the super eagles Exactly. I was about to say it. That Roa and Santos need to be locked up. <laughs> well, well, that's that's. I think that's a, that's. A, 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 we can all agree about about that. Okay, um, Shaye. Any? Are you agreeing on this? Portugal um, ahead of Italy not qualify, not making straight World Cup and uh, needing to go through towards um, playoffs. Yeah, well, I think I think both of them will eventually make it via the playoffs. But um, looking at how they navigated their qualifying groups, um, you know, it was just a bit of complacency on both sides. You know, Jorginho scores, Italy is in the World Cup. Um, Portugal, you know, if they had won their game against Ireland. You know they would have they would have gone to the World Cup or even drawn the game against Serbia. So I think it was just a bit of complacency, you know, in, in navigating those last two games. Well, I think I'll fancy them to be in the World Cup. But of course, they'll be they'll be seeded and you know they'll have to play maybe the weaker guys in the group, you know, with Northern Macedonia, the Ukraines and the like. So I think I think the strongest opponent they might have is Poland. So I think they should still both make it to the World Cup. Okay, that, um, that's very good. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, I think it has been a, a wonderful session. I uh, would really much appreciation to Koi and um, Adesha here. We would love to have you guys back on, on the show um, sometime soon. Uh, we'll definitely fun, share, share the time with you guys whenever it is. And um, to the other guys, Israel, thank you for, you know, Valley joining and uh, always been around and um, to our listeners out there who would um, I think we'll, we'll say we'll see we'll, we'll speak to you guys very very soon so closing remark from everyone um, Israel I mean, it's been fun guys um, I'm happy we can do this again um, it's been a while but um, we're glad we're here anyways let's just let's just enjoy this one yeah, that's great. Um, that is um, Israel. That's, and um, Okmer, any closing remark before we go? Um, yeah, it's it's been nice. Like, it's been nice, like Israel rightly said. Um, we hope to do this uh, again soon. 
and um, I look forward to tomorrow's game. You know, uh, let's see how we can navigate Liverpool. Let's see how we we go. Let's because you know there there are, there are thoughts of what happened at the Etihad Stadium some some weeks back. So we hope that we can put up a better fight and not disgrace ourselves tomorrow. Well, we hope we hope so too. Uh, especially for Manchester United fans, we are open. We are open for so many things. We are open for a win. We are still open for um, only to be sacked. We are also open for um, um, the Glazers to leave. My like so much things to hope about in Manchester United. Anyways, um, uh, Shaye, any you know closing remark for us? Um, yeah, so it was fun. I really enjoyed myself today, and. Um, I was happy I was able to channel my emotions about my club and uh, big week coming up in the footballing world, Premier League um, season uh, resuming again with, uh, after the international breaks and um, Champions League football to look forward to. So I, I hope yeah. it's going to be fun for everybody really and I'm very yeah. sure that we'll have a lot of things to talk about for one reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about Champions League, we we'll definitely drop in a session just before or after Champions League, and uh, you guys out there can just um, anticipate that one. And um, Konyasala, uh, I think you're the last uh, on the call, so you can just give us the closing work and we can wrap this up. Yeah, I mean, this was really good. At least it. It is good to know that I'm not the only one thinking normally because sometimes when I think I used to think I'm mad. So it is really good. And where I'm excited, we have 10 game weeks in 44 days. So it's going to be quite a lot of football coming up. So that's that's really good. It was really good this night. Thank you again. Wow, I, I can't believe um Coincide is excited because I think I'm always at this moment I'm always happy when we have the international break. I don't have to even though when I, I try to say I'm not bothered. I want to watch my future coach tomorrow against Kelborn. I want to watch my future coach to Kelborn. I want to watch my future coach. That's the highest coach. Brendan Rogers. I want to watch him tomorrow against Brendan, Brendan Rogers. Well, okay. Yes. Anyways, he, he denied um, any earlier reports towards Man U this uh, during the week. But was that's he supposed fine. to say, "Oh, I'm talking to United"? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's 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 very fine. That's very fine. We, we definitely see what happens in the next couple of weeks as regards that. And um, thanks everyone uh, for joining again, and um, thanks to our listeners out there. And like I said initially, the fantasy league is still on. We will definitely still share the the um, code for that one, so you can check that out at the Sport Podcast. And um, good night, everybody, or good morning from wherever it is you are listening. Thank you, guys. <laughs>